The next two shows are recorded. Right, the next show, which I'm going to make out of two things, is recorded at Autobahn this weekend. The hottest track event we've ever had. It was so hot. Unbelievable. It was hotter than any of our Atlanta events, etc. <laughs> not, uh, not the best from a temperature perspective, but uh, temperature perspective. Easy for me to say. Um, but yeah, check out uh, uh, for uh, for more info on these events. Check out grid.life. We do have another really really fun event. Lots of spots available. Uh, our track day picnic event, which is basically it's a it's a barbecue at a track event or at a uh, at a racetrack, and we throw a track event in between the barbecue or on both sides of the barbecue in the, the day before and the day after. So uh, got a lot of really 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 good food uh, in the plans. Uh, pulled pork, a bunch of 120 day aged tomahawk steaks and stuff uh, all kinds of good things should be a really really fun event uh, last couple of years it's been one of my favorite events of the year um, blackhawk farms race whip and up by, up by rockford illinois um, near the wisconsin border super fun little track especially for low horsepower kind of slow car fast kind of cars um, but uh, check that out at, uh, at grid.life there should be a link somewhere there uh, or check out the grid life facebook page you can scroll back a couple weeks um, it, uh, it's a really, really fun uh, fun event. I would really encourage you guys all to come out. If you guys in the, in the Midwest, um, this will be uh, one of my top three events of the year track time-wise and uh, buddy-wise. It's just it's just a good time. So, uh, And also, uh, I, I posted a link to, to these buddies. Uh, we have friends from Michigan, the, the Chirpin' Third Bro Function guys. Uh, they have created... Uh, They've 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 combined two of my favorite things about track days, sweet T-shirts and buddies, um, and they've made sweet T-shirts and they're my buddies. So, go to chirpandthird.com, c h i r p n, the number three r d, uh, dot com, and uh, you can check out uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of rad T-shirts that my buddy Sean and some of our other friends Levi Brown and. Uh, and Chris Ballard and a bunch of those buddies. Check out some of the things that they uh, that they offer. Um, so, yeah, disc, disc, chirpinthird.com, C-H-I-R-P-N, the number three, rd.com, slash discount, slash slip angle. And you can actually get some money off of their cool T-shirts. Some of the cooler T-shirts, they got the Chirpin Third Bird. These dudes love EFs. They love dumb Hondas. So go support my friends. They're not giving me any money. They're just making red T-shirts. And you should probably go buy their red T-shirts. So, anyway, hope you guys enjoy uh, these r- this random collection of podcasts. And uh, entering the door, there's a four-year-old girl getting her hair blow-dried uh, by a mom who's sick of taking care of a four-year-old girl. And, uh, and then me trying to sneak in a quick edit of a podcast. But yeah, Check out Track Day Picnic, uh, grid.life, for links to registration. Or the Grid Life Facebook page. You can scroll back a little while. It was bumped on uh, on there just just a while ago. I think I on my personal page I I, uh, I put a link to the registration also. Uh, but if you guys have any trouble finding registration links, hit me up. Uh, Adam at Grid Life. Love to see as many of you guys as possible at uh, Track Day Picnic. We're doing Standing Start Autocross too, which is like basically one hot lap all by yourself, um, and uh, you go up against a bunch of your friends one at a time over and over and over. Standing Start Autocross there is perfect. It's a, it's a short track, about a little over a minute. Um, so it's kind of like a high-speed autocross. Um, it's it's like the perfect track for that. So Come try to beat me. Come try to beat all of our friends. We'll have Andy Smedgard out there probably helping with uh, with uh, timing and scoring and the 365 Racing Buddies 
they did uh, they did some of the timing and scoring of uh, of the standing start autocross last year. It's really really fun, great little element to the event, and uh, a bunch of those guys are bringing the uh, the wild the wild meats too. Should be a really fun event. Hope you guys can all come, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Rate and review us on iTunes, or tell your friends, or both, or neither. I hope you guys enjoy the show. I know. Ramen's a lifestyle choice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to open a podcast. Ramen's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, Austin left one of his mics, so I'm using his. I didn't realize it until now. It's a Samson. Q8. It's definitely heavier than that SM48, Samson. though. Yeah. Hold. All right. We record. All right, we are at Gridlife Autobahn. What is this, round three? It's round three. It's very Abe. hot. Abrin, the member of the A-team. Hey, buddies. What's happening, man? Not, not too much. I'm look, looking at the four-rotor right over there. Yeah, I'm excited that oh one's here. Oh, boy. Want to go walk over by it? Yeah. And we'll just kind of we'll just uh, drool drizzle uh, from our mouths. Brandon's car's here, it. too. That's yes. the first time I've seen that in person. Brandon Randvek from RS Motors with the wide-body Voltex yep. body kit. Really cool car. Really cool car. Lots he, of horsepowers. He he bought a gold pass, and the car's been like broke, and he's had like dance recitals for his daughter. So this is the first event that he's been to. He's been uh, transferring that the pass to his buddies. So man, that four rotor looks so good. Yeah. So this oh. this car showed up at round one, uh, but FDRX seven one session because we only had one dry session. I think his uh, Instagram is defined underscore autoworks or defined autoworks. But uh, yeah, he builds four rotors like for a living. I think. Basically, and it's a really a special looking car. Oh, hand formed wide body. He built all that wide body himself, Richard. Isn't that really cool? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, yeah, it's modeled after JTCC or whatever Japanese touring car. Now, the sound of this car even coming through the paddock is like it, it gets attention. Yeah, firing it up, it's so crazy. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait to hear it. If you see him getting in the car, please call me over so I can just record it and just put it as the intro or outro to this. I think that's a great idea. It's it's the best. Let me check that level again. Why don't you say, Mikey, Mike, Mike, talky, talk, talk. Mikey, Mike, Mike, talky, talk, talk. Yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit more. I need right. more levels. All them levels. All right, let's uh, let's uh, walk down the paddock here. We're uh, so walking past the hard times, boys. Back in the old days, uh, round three was a small event for us, and... <laughs> uh, now we're we're at ninety time attack cars plus a full HPD field. That's, so. a, that's too many people. I'm literally worried about the t- about the car counts. North course is going to be full. It's yeah. a small it's a small track. If I had to guess, I'd say we'll have like six run groups maybe. Um, uh, I we'll want see. no. We need less than that. Um, we only got we don't have we don't have the time for six. <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. We're gonna have to put twenty cars on. We're gonna need like four or five. But that's gonna be. We don't have that many unlimited cars. So that's, that's true. Now I heard Andy was coming with uh, with something special. We yeah, Andy Smittigard with uh, an Evo. Uh, I, all the RS Evos are going to be here. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's been a while since everybody's been like together at one event. Yeah, but, uh, I, I'm excited that everyone's I here. I think the last time that they were all together, three of their Evos was here two years ago. Correct. Yeah, and that was when on uh, Saturday night they helped me pull my car. Uh, oh, pull, that, pull the dents out. That was after you got hit. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like floodlights on the car and we, we yeah. ratchet strapped the car like to get the metal work out of the tire area. No fun, man. Bad See, times. 
Um, is this Sean Krebsbeck's car? It looks like it, yeah. So he Jackie Ding here over to the right. He messaged me this morning yep, about tire deflectors. It yes. seems like he's working a lot with Professional Awesome to do about as much aero as you can do in the street mod class while at the same time being uh, kind of minimalist on the yeah. power side of the car. Yeah, the uh, we, we actually made a uh, update to the... Uh, what's up, Trent? Yeah, walking walk the paddock, baby. We're, uh, we, we actually made an update to the wording in the technical glossary. Yeah, we have a, we have a technical glossary. Uh, yes, we do. Like written by people... Well, we're written, not professionals, but by, uh, we're something. Uh, I did some of the generic terms. I uh, I, I looked at uh, the SCCA technical glossary and thought, I like that wording. I'm going to use sort of that. Uh, like, you know, the main things, like what's a wheel? Sure. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. A lot of this stuff for Time Attack, we just kind of got to kind of got to make our own words because there's no like you can't find a definition of a of a canard uh, in relation to a time attack car you can find sure. it in relation to an airplane and that's about it well and uh, then you've got to add the the differentiator between a canard and a tire wheel deflector yeah yeah so i, I was happy with how that one turned out yeah I agree. this rv there's a bunk up above that thing that's dope now, did you see that uh, the Jeremy yeah, Boyson showed up in the Toter home again? Yes. But he's got the Subi Speed car. Oh, yeah? And the, the, the Lamborghini is sitting up uh, in the attic area just in case. Oh. But he wants to drive the Subaru. What uh, is that thing? What's done to that Subaru, do you know? It, uh, it was at Mid-Ohio last year. and Oh, that's right. He brought, he brought that out. He, uh, apparently, it makes good power. Um, but he he's running race gas on it in track mod, so his points are going to carry over. Okay. Um, that Lamborghini was in track mod. Yeah, that's right. For some reason, I was thinking that's in street mod, but that's not a street mod car. Tire wise, even. tire wise, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what gets in. Two fifty five. Is that an all wheel drive Lambo? Or? It is. Okay, so it would be limited to two fifty fives, which would be silly. That's not Lambo things. I can't wait to see this place full tomorrow. Yeah. Car, uh, car show will be right over here. That'll be fun. Now, are we going to have a, a big field for the car show? Uh, last year, uh, it was we sold a lot like the day of because the weather is going to be really nice. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a little smaller this year. But, well, uh, we'll the, see. The weather is a little threatening, but it's still, it's uh, it's like approaching 100 cars, I think. So, we'll see. Got a little bit of grandstanding set up here for uh, for people to watch the singers happening Got here. Got a Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Looks mint. You don't see those every day here. Is that a Mitsubishi or a Dodge? No, it's a Mitsubishi. Yeah. I've always liked these cars. They're so big and heavy for what they are. But ben Maruski in, in his mini. Uh, mini. So, Abe, what did you think of what did you think of uh, Midwest Festival? We haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Midwest uh, for me was like really intense. Uh, Thursday and Friday hey, felt like normal track battle days. You know, we're, we're kind of getting used to running big events. Yep. And yep. on Saturday from like noon to seven o'clock <laughs> was just straight drift time attack back to back. Such a long day. For the entire afternoon. It was so good. And it was, it was intense. Yeah, it and was, it was fun. It was a fun We ride. had fans watching time attack, which is like. Yeah. It's been our goal for a long time. So. I got to see Trent Meester rip off his uh, whole front of his car. That was cool. <laughs> I rebuilt it. Yeah, you have the technology. Now it was uh, it was a crazy event, man. It was so many people. It was almost too many people. <laughs> for Gingerman so, Raceway. 
I, I told you, I had a guy come up to me. He was a, a media guy, photographer for Midwest. Yep. He came up to me during the time attack brackets and was yelling, this is better than watching Drift. Which, a, I guess from... A photographer from, said that? Yeah. From, from our side of, of the, <laughs> the work that we do. I mean, Drift is a, a spectacle to watch. Well, that was the thing that we wanted to change was... You know, Chris's vision with doing bracket stuff was always like, hey, let's make Time Attack not look like HPDE because HPDE doesn't look fun. Uh, so it gives you something. It gives you context. You know, yeah. To, to, you can't tell if Will All Young is running a, you know, a, a minute 45 or like a minute 10. It looks yeah. the same. When he ran his fastest time ever, I was on the phone with timing and scoring. On the radio with timing and scoring, I said, let me know how fast he was, you know, uh, when he's coming around turn 10. I could see him coming up the back, the, the long straight. Because um, I had the, the mic because we weren't set up to do it. Because it was like the first session or something. Sure. Um, so I had the, the mobile mic, and I was going to make an announcement about it. And somebody <laughs> was standing next to me when he ran the fastest time ever that's happened to Gingerman with a door slammer. And the first thing I said was, ah, that must have been a cool down lap. Because <laughs> you literally can't tell at all. Oh, it, my God. It, it, you can't tell. It was the fastest lap that's ever happened there, and you can't tell how fast it was. So congrats yeah. to Will on the fastest time attack lap at Gingerman ever. That was cool. Uh, brackets, though. Man, brackets is fun to watch. The, it's so fun to watch. I mean, like from a, from a crew side, to produce, to produce brackets takes – an insane amount of resources and people and yeah. attention. Grid is busy for But brackets. the output product is just so cool. Well, we figured out how to run it at that event because that event is more time crunch than we, we had done it at Speedring. Um, so we knew how to do the format. But you got to figure out what you can do on, on what racetrack and how it feels. I think coming out of it, though, we learned uh, that if we have two battles on track, we have to have them kind of on the same lap. So right. release them half a lap apart, and then they'll both be on their warm-up lap. Both battles will be on their flyer. Both be on the cooldown, the switch lap, and then both be on the flyer again. And then we did, then it's unlike Speedring, yeah. we did, for the one more time, we pulled those cars in yeah. and yeah. sent them out as a separate release. That was a, that was a bit of an audible. Chris calls me, and he said, I think we should pull them in um, because it was getting confusing to a few people out there. Uh, and I th and then a couple of drivers, like Michael Amick, was having brake fade issues in his Subaru. Um because some of those cars, you know, they got crazy horsepower and stock brakes or minimal brakes, and uh, it uh, it's just not a lot of cool on time. So. Right. And it was very hot. Not as hot as it uh, is this weekend. No, it's going to be pretty much the hottest weekend we've ever done an event in. We we so. pulled into the paddock today at Autobahn, and it was like 91, 92. It was very hot. And I don't think it's supposed to get cooler tomorrow, so. No. What's going on over there at Power Stop? <laughs> Is that a giant hookah? <laughs> that's cool. a giant hookah. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, Midwest overall was really fun. I really enjoyed the nightlife too. Did you get a chance to go through the uh, through the general camping? We didn't get that oh, deep into that. You have to go down. Have you ever been down in there? Uh, yeah, Austin and I it's went the year greatest. prior. It, uh, it's the, the, <laughs> the favelas. It's the greatest. I love that place. Uh, Did you see in the Waka show the the man on stage whose job it was to get kicked in the nuts? Yes, I heard. Well, I saw. I heard about that guy. I didn't see him. Man, we got everything there. Whatever, Waka can do whatever he wants to do. Apparently, uh, yeah. My favorite place to go during the concerts is down to. It's really nice right here with the breeze. 
uh, down to Spectator Hill outside by turn three. Yeah. Um, and there's not many people out there. Somebody had set up an errant campsite. They weren't allowed to be there. But they oh, was that there. right? Yeah. I saw <laughs> them earlier. Somebody was out there. Uh, but, yeah, the Spectator Hill at night, during the concert, you could see, like, a mile of people, like, all the way from gate down to turn three. And it's the happiest place. Just seeing, like, and you hear all the noise, and you hear the concert in the background. And you hear, you know, little mini concert happening over here by yeah. some dude's RV. And you see, like, you know, somebody's throwing a wrench at a Honda Civic over by uh, over by start finish. And it's we had quite a bit of rain this year, but it didn't seem to like uh, dampen it didn't, the, the it, vibe at all. It didn't ruin it for me. I, I love the fact that uh, that at the end of the event, I could condense sessions and we could end half an hour early. <laughs> that, that was my only plus of the rain. Sunday was super wet in the afternoon. That kind of sucked. But yeah, but uh, time attack ended up. It was ending on Saturday Perfect night, time, yeah. and trophies and were out yeah. and done, and, and people could have a good time. So Sunday was Brackets was were really all ran relaxed. in damp or dry conditions, which was cool. So. The fact that it was changing constantly made it, it, did. it, it, made it more complicated, it, and it wasn't just like a guaranteed win for certain drivers. And, and it, I, th- I think it kind of rewarded drivers that have put in the seat time in the rain, too, like Nikolai. Absolutely. Nikolai Delof, who was the eighth seed, yeah. he ended up winning the entire battle. And now, if you remember, he was at Autobahn driving that car, and it was the diciest thing I've seen. You mean at Mid-Ohio? Mid-Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he would just spin off for no reason, just because he had no traction in a straight line. Like, he would literally spin in a straight line. Driving up the front straight, and the car's, like, turning sideways. Driving on the back section, and he just loops it. <laughs> because he's got no, tra- no traction at all. I think he was on just old tires, too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it, uh, the, getting some wet seat time kind of paid off for him, though. It did really well. Yeah, I mean, um, that like that bracket format really rewards drivers who are consistent and who can perform on the fly. And to see a couple of upsets in our first year doing a seating like that, yeah. to me, was really exciting. The, uh, the funniest part of brackets for me was Nikolai was, like, tired, you could tell. He had, like, had a rough night. Uh, I think it was... <laughs> doing something with his friends fixing a car or staying up or something um and so he did his first bracket battle and then i think it was a one more time the first one uh yeah it was <laughs> because he was against bradley and uh i think he came in or something or maybe it was this he i think he ran like two one more times one of the one more time or one of the one more times he came they came in and i gave him the one more time and he goes Oh. <laughs> he threw his head back. He just couldn't take it anymore. And then he ended up winning the whole thing. So it was right. it was awesome, and we were able to go out like on Saturday night and do rollers and stuff with the winners. Yeah. And like they didn't have anything it, to worry about the next day. It just either. felt so. really special. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I really love brackets. I loved it a lot. So uh, the rules for speed ring came out today, and uh, several that people pinged me uh, regarding one the, the prizing, but two how we're running the format this year. Yeah, we changed uh, the payout structure. Most of the payout structure was favored around fastest lap time of the weekend last year. Right. Like a giant percentage. What were, what were the actual payouts for the winners in classes last year? Like $1,000? 1000 bucks, I yeah. think. Which, I mean, for time attack is a lot of money. You don't sure. normally get paid much or anything. Uh, but now it bumped up like a big old percentage. Yeah, so um, the w- unlimited winner for the brackets on Sunday is going to be $10,000 for motor qual- uh, moto qualifying customers, yep, and ten thousand for FTD. Yeah, and it's possible that those two cars are the same. Those it two might not be, though, but it yeah. might not be. Last year it wasn't the same, right? 
But most of the prize money was favored on the fastest time of the weekend. Right. So, but uh, uh, this year there's going to be five thousand going to the winner of track mod brackets on Sunday, and five thousand going to the winner of street mod on Sunday. Yep. So that that like that swings really really heavy compared to where you know where we were the year before. Well, and and part of the reason that uh, brackets uh, are changing for speed ring is because we were very worried about uh, the safety and the drivers taking care of themselves on track. At that, The facility is dangerous. It's a tight facility. Absolutely. It's potentially dangerous. If you drive outside of your limits uh, and you're not thinking clearly, you could stuff it pretty hard. Sure. Um, but we, uh, we do have the benefit, and, and you pointed this out, was the benefit of brackets is if you go four off, it's over. So you have to you got to think your way through a lap. You can't just see to the pants it and full send it. Exactly. You know? um, and so that's the thing that I'm trying to like coach drivers up on is yeah. is them knowing that they don't have to drive their best lap ever necessarily. They have to go out and just do better than their competition. Yeah, they have to do. Uh, they have to win the battle, and you can lose. You can you can lose the battle in the first turn, but you can't win it. You got to exactly. make all those turns. So. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm happy that Motivicity was uh, was into the idea of changing the payout structure a little bit in yeah. order to make the battles the thing because those are the thing. Last year we found out how cool it was to watch them. Yeah. Um, it really lended so. itself well to like drivers being able to watch each other's compete. Yeah, I loved that part. That part was awesome. We should walk over by the Autobahn Country Club and see what kind of fancy cars are sitting at the clubhouse. I think there's an NSX over there and a couple of ATSVs. This place, I've had, a, I've been to a banquet here, um, and it's a cool little clubhouse. It's uh, you're not allowed to go into their clubhouse member parking though, which is kind of annoying. We kind of need this paddock space tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be busy here, but uh, I think uh, I I like this track a lot. Um, it's a different place. Uh, we get to run all three configurations. Uh, it makes it tougher on drivers because they have to really nail it in a couple of sessions. But uh, but it's also kind of a more interesting weekend versus like a you know run twelve sessions in the same track. Um, yeah, I, like to me that's something that's really exciting about the way we're doing things with Time Attack at Grid Life is we're every event kind of has a hook and what's what's unique. Yeah, about things that. are different. So changing things up and making the competition a little bit out of the ordinary i think keeps things fresh this i wish this was a track we could run brackets on full course that would um, be cool because you could run a lot of you could run probably three sessions three run groups of brackets and run through them fast but we just don't have the time uh we can only get full course for half a day right that's a new nsx right over there uh, yeah Man, those are cool uh, the red oh, one over that's there McLaren. And that's McLaren. never mind <laughs> but the atsvs have my attention yeah well, these things don't suck at all. Do Tim they? Beek uh, was running in. Yeah, what about that class. thing? That car was rad. It was uh, that's was that an older supercharged one, like the 550 horsepower? No, that's that's one of those. It was a brand new one. Yeah, it was just a coupe, and uh, it was really really fast. He and Josh Orr had real battles in street class. That was class. great to watch. Well, uh, street class. There's some cars in there that are really. Now, Chris Bickford told me this really today powerful. that I think he's going to run street class tomorrow. Okay. He's in, got his Corvette In his here. vet, yeah. What, what's the MSRP on one of those supercharged Cadillacs? Uh, like a, a Gen 2 V? Yeah. Like 30? No, the MSRP? Uh, no. Because we've got a $70,000 MSRP cap in street. Oh, yeah. You can't make uh, that. Yeah. 
Ah, man. Cars are so expensive. I think the HSV is kind of at the upper limit of what you could possibly do. Yeah. That would be right about Um, that. Tim was the first guy to show up with, like, what what could possibly be a ringer car. Yeah. Um, And then Josh, obviously, in the the Stingray vet is a really good choice. Very, very good choice for street. Like, almost too good of a choice. Right. Uh, like maybe we need to make a small displacement, a big displacement street class. It's uh, it's been proposed. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people have been talking to me about it. Um, yeah, I believe it. There's there's a ton of naturally aspirated four cylinders that run around with us and don't have a place to play. Absolutely. That's the problem. So. And so a lot of guys too, um, especially the wheel to wheel guys, don't have a really good spot. No, no. Well, and I guess hopefully the- that part will be solved eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Can what, you talk what kind of thing about that? Uh, well, wheel to wheel is. It was supposed to happen at Track Day Picnic, and we're still talking about doing it. Okay. We changed up the entire rule set of like a month ago, mainly for simplification and uh, to differentiate ourselves, um, and it from other wheel to wheel run groups. But simplification was the main rule, or the main goal of changing up the wheel to wheel class. Um, and then, it, and then it just so happened that it ended up being convenient for something else. But we can talk about sure. that another time. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, the rule set that we have right now for wheel to wheel is incredibly simple. Yeah. And it, the the things that make a car go a certain pace on track, like the three biggest tenets that we looked at, were tire choice, weight, and horsepower. Sure. Um, and if you look at all the little things, you can make small, you know, weight adders or whatever for splitters and wings and whatever. Um, but I think the popularity popularity with Time Attack for us, a lot of that stems from the full open rule set with regards to modification choices. Absolutely. Like, hey, I don't want to do that wing that is like eight inches like f- because the one class makes me do an eight-inch cord wing. I want to do this other wing. Or what if I want to do carbon fiber fenders? Or like, what if I want to do a, a motor swap? Like, um, full openness in the rule set was the main goal. So uh, we we changed up a lot of stuff, um, mainly to, you know, when it eventually launches to appeal to a broader audience and sure. kind of unite some of the wheel to wheel classes that are so similar in pace, but don't have a place. Like I can't go really drive an STL car with Brad Adams. In in H two, sure. because the cars are. I don't want to buy Toyos, and he doesn't want to buy Hoosiers, and his car isn't legal because of this one cam. And like, I, you know, his one cam is the wrong size. It can't be an STL yeah, car, and, and my tires are wrong. You, and, get, um, you know, tons of different classes. There's too many. Set. Yeah, so I want you have one. A lot of cars that are of similar pace. Yeah, I want one class. Could run together. And then you get a car like like Trent's here. His his car would be. Right about the max horsepower of this wheel-to-wheel class, and he's full caged. Maybe someday Trent wants to run wheel-to-wheel, like, but he doesn't have this part, so it makes it not legal for this one class. And he could run there. It, uh, but you could also run with us eventually. That's the goal, like to make a wheel-to-wheel class that encompasses so many things. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that's coming out. I want to push hopefully for a full release next year, but maybe. Mosquitoes, Mosquitoes yeah. Uh, um, now, Track Day Picnic's going to be here in about a month. Yeah, I know. It's too close. Now, are you going to have the Fraser done by the then? The Fraser was almost here. We were about like, we were literally about 10 minutes away from being able to put it on the trailer, and then the clutch didn't work with the system that I thought it worked. Once I did all the final checks, you put the cl- you put it into the gear and it stalled the motor because it didn't open the clutch up enough. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, the Ami- Yamaha R1 swap is is basically done. I think the only thing we haven't done in the swap um, now, was... The question is, are you going to be faster at Blackhawk than I am? I don't know. I don't really care. It's uh, I don't have a roof, which is way cool. But <laughs> the only thing I haven't done is actually put nuts on the uh, engine mount bolts yet. <laughs> we got to do that. They're ju- we just slid them in. And this morning I was like, i got to find the nuts for those. <laughs> so I'm about four nuts short. Uh, usually I'm only about one short, but... <laughs> The uh, yeah the 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 R one swap is almost done. Um, it sounds so good with a real exhaust, dude. Really, it's unbelievable. At four thousand RPMs, it sounds. Uh, I don't want to hear it at fifteen thousand RPMs because I'm like scared. I'm literally scared of it, like revving it to four or five thousand. <laughs> it's gonna sound so rowdy. It's a two and a half inch exhaust on it, which is bigger than most bikes have. Okay. Uh, but it's gonna sound so cool. I want. Oh, it's gonna. Your car is pretty freaking loud. This thing is gonna be. It's gonna be howling. Though. I don't know what it's gonna sound like. You should. Everybody should wear ear protection in their car. Another thing of protection that I actually thought of today. Uh, I was listening to Smoking Tire, and Matt Farah has got a Haggerty segment at the end of his show, uh, where he talks, you know, about Haggerty a little bit, and then something in their newsletter. Um, and I've had, and on that show, uh, he had a dude on who runs a Porsche shop and who had been, t- he talked about getting backed into in a paddock. And like, what do you do when your race car gets backed into by a streetcar in the paddock? Like when your Porsche fender gets crunched, you just fix it because you don't have insurance on that. Uh, and uh, I, I've been meaning to talk about this on the show, but Haggerty and a couple of the companies have storage trailer paddock insurance. Oh, yeah. Um, for race cars that are, like, not street legal where you can't buy full coverage or whatever. It's not licensed or whatever. Uh, and I had that on the CRX, uh, and obviously I didn't use it because the car didn't get stolen. It didn't get hit on the trailer. It didn't get, you know, didn't get backed into in the paddock. But um, I think a lot of racers don't know that that's an option. Right. And so that, that, that protection just made me think of that. But I talked to Matt Fair about that today, and he might talk about it on the show. Yeah, uh, you can get track you can get track day insurance with us if you're if you're and you can get it with a lot of groups. Uh, Some of those private track yeah. days, like when you go to the registration tent, they have like they even advertise it. I don't I I, I don't, don't know. think I've seen um, it. We are we're approved with Locked In Affinity. Uh, you can get track day insurance if you're doing HPDE. I don't know how it works. Some of them some of them have stuff that works with uh, Time Attack. There is a product you can buy to insure your car with Time Attack. I don't know how how it works. I don't know who it's through, but Locked In Affinity approves HPDE with us. I know that, but they also our insurer for track day stuff, so that helps. But anyway, so uh, weird segue, weird segue. Sorry, I want to see this NSX real quick though. I think if we're moving around, it's okay. Man, these things are so pretty. I've only seen one in real life too. Now, uh, Tom was doing, uh, what, IMSA qualifying in practice today? Tom O'Gorman? see how he yeah. was doing? Ooh, that's a little loud. Uh, Tom O'Gorman, uh, Tom, blah, blah, levels check. Tom O'Gorman, Tom O'Gorman. Um, yeah, he, he was P2 as of yesterday in practice. I didn't look today, though. He had, like, two practice sessions and a qualifying today. I should text him. He's probably sleeping now, though. It's, like, 1 a.m. there. Man, that red is so good. Erica Till works on these wheels. He, uh. He talks about them on uh, in our group chat. What a fancy boy he is. Your buddy didn't build these radiators, Trent. You're such a liar. Man, it's so pretty. 
the it's so pretty i just love them i love how they look the mirrors here this to me just looks really awesome just everything about this car looks so good it's one of the best looking cars that i've that i think i've ever seen and they they drive so well we had uh he was at midwest festival taking pictures and i just got the green civic and stu kevin bohm um, we had him at Midwest Festival, uh, but we had him on the podcast uh, a while ago, and he was the uh, he was one of the suspension engineers with this car, with Honda. Um, it's 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 such a cool car. It's it's kind of amazing how small this community is. Oh, it's such a good car, man! I've so never seen Cole with glasses on. Yeah, Weird. doesn't he look handsome with glasses? What a handsome boy! How far into this thing are we? Someone give me a flashlight. Give me one of them Peter Lindbergh flashlights. You got one of those? No, you said it was it's far in the Jeep. <laughs> Oh, we almost got a podcast. We got half an hour in here. Awesome. One of uh, Peter Lindbergh, he's a listener. He's been on the show once. Uh, he uh, he works for a flashlight company down in Texas. He he came to Midwest Festival uh, with a pile of flashlights and literally the brightest. Like all the bright, <laughs> they're so bright. One of them, when you put it up in the sky, it looks like you have the biggest uh, the biggest lightsaber ever. Uh, he gave us all a bunch of flashlights. Uh, he gave uh, he gave us a couple of them like they fold open and they got a magnet base and stuff. I left one on the header of the R1 like and then I fired it and I didn't see it. And the header like loops down and up like a zoomy header off a top fuel dragster. Okay. Just sitting down in the valley there. I let it run for like two minutes. I'm like, what is that? Why is that header smoking so much? I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and the flashlight still worked. So Nebo flashlights. <laughs> they can survive a nice burning nation. But yeah, it. Uh, the R1 sounds so good, though. I can't wait to. So, what do you to expect to see tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, Andy Smedgard's gonna set the world on fire a little bit here if his car is in one piece. Uh, otherwise, yeah, well, Brandon's yeah. car might be really fast. Brandon I, I think so too. Uh, what's he in track mode? Yeah, he's got and street tires. I don't know if Jeremy Swenson is coming or not. Um, I I expect the four rotor to be the fastest Rubo Drive Unlimited okay. if it's in one piece because it was really good in like two laps in Mid Ohio. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I don't know fastest in fastest overall I think uh, if Andy's car is solid I think he'll be fastest overall but who on knows? North Course if Andy's car is together I'm expecting maybe a 101. I don't. It was a 102 last year. Yeah, what's our fastest time ever? 102. Is 102. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't remember if he or if Houghton were faster last year. No, Andy. Andy Fessler. took track record for all three tracks last year. All three. Yeah, that's right. Jeez. And he he set. Um, Records like he reset his old records yeah. by like a five bunch. or six seconds each time, and he's got a lot more horsepower now. A lot more horsepower <laughs> and a sequential. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be so crazy! Cool. Life. It'll be a fun day. This this uh, unlimited time attack thing is is kind of crazy. Tomorrow, uh, Adam Nielsen and I will be talking on the PA, and uh, I'm gonna be recording it. Uh, so we'll have some of our time attack announcing. Yeah, you should. Uh, so that'll be fun. We'll talk about some of that stuff. We'll do. Uh, Probably one on each track. Um, but, yeah, it'll be fun. Adam Nielsen from 10 Tents Podcast. He'll be here tomorrow as long as his w wife's uh, minivan doesn't break down. Break down. So. Hey, look, it's uh, it's Brandon Zebo. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. It's an Optima, uh, like, it's like an Optima, uh, It's almost the overall Optima winner, like, in show stuff especially. It's yeah, so pretty. Yeah, he, he put together an awesome car. Um, it's a Voltex wide body. And the only time I ever saw it was at, uh, with the wide body was at SEMA last year, and it was so shiny, and it's still shiny. 
Well, he's he like so did clean. a bunch of things that are um, out of the ordinary, I guess. He's got like TE thirty seven folk wheels, yeah, but they're in an offset that that's not normal, yeah, and it looks it's really deep dish, it, but it's super it's, aggressive looking. It's with meant the, with to the like uh, uh, fit a three fifteen, and it doesn't poke like the car just looks like it was kind of built that way, it's and so it's it's really something special makes? to look at. What does it make? A lot, I. Yeah. Is it over six? I think it's over six. Okay. Yeah. He's I got a two three stroker in it. Yep. And With I a manly think stroker, billet stroker crank. Yep. And I think it's a Garrett GTX thirty seventy six Gen two. I think. Man, it's so pretty though. There's so many vents and bulges. It's so bulgy. It's like a moose. But all the coolers, all the vents. There are literally twenty four vents on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> so many vents. No, not 24. Uh, two, four, six, eight. It, it's really hard to describe, but imagine 20. like, you know, um, a, a seriously aggressive show car. Yeah. And Brandon wheels the crap out of it. The, I mean, the, these the cars perfect, are so fast. The perfect paint here is discolored over top the turbo manifold, too. It's got like a bass boat metallic, like uh, white paint. And it's uh, it's been melting in the in the heat of the turbocharger, and it looks so good. Oh, he's got reflective tape everywhere. Gold reflective tape looks hot. Man, it's so pretty. And he did a, a new wing in the back. Um, I think it's an APR one thousand. I think. It's so big. Everything's expensive looking. I don't want to touch it. It looks like it looks like my mortgage payment whenever I break anything. And obviously he's got a you know wide body here, and I think it's a all Wise Fab uh, yeah, like suspension is. geometry yeah. stuff, which is bonkers. Really high end, but not for the faint of heart. It's so bonkers. The paint is so nice. It's it's, uh, it's from a shop right across the street from RS Motors. The um, paint is yeah. Okay. They do awesome work, and they do it inexpensively, and they do it. Fast. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie said that, well, at least when when I had my incident a couple years ago, Ronnie yeah. said that those guys work basically 24/7. They're always in the shop yeah. doing stuff, and they just turn it over so quickly. It did take you almost a uh, what two years? Eighteen months. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should have brought it to them. Minnesota's well, far away, though. In Minnesota's far away, and I don't have very much money because I've been moving all the time. Yeah, you got to stop. But you got to start being a doctor again and stop buying houses left and right. That sucks. What a pretty car. I can't wait to see it on track. The only time I've seen it is sitting still at SEMA. And then when it was in its lesser form here a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, the last time he was here, I think he broke a crank and pushed it into the trailer. Yeah. And so uh, this will be his. We do have a picture, I think, of all three of them lined up, though, right? That's probably true. I think there was one somewhere. But uh, RS Motors has been like a, kind of a really big proponent of, of grid life. Yeah. And uh, they've been disjointed in the last couple of years because everyone's kind of well, rebuilding year. cars yeah the last actually like the last 10 months because they were uh, andy was here last year that's true um but yeah a, a couple of years ago they were like out in full force i think we just happened to have all their cars at one we're gonna have them all here tomorrow i think so which yeah which will be good but they just all happen to have their cars together at one time the so one lap evo Andy's one lap evo is gonna and be here and andy's car will be here and then obviously, obviously. the brandon's car is already oh, here. It's so cool it's so bulgy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we did a podcast. Cool. Walk around the paddock again tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. All right.
Uh, write reviewers on iTunes. Complain about my terrible editing skills. Uh, or whatever. Sorry about the levels. We're walking around. The levels on this microphone seem really sensitive. Uh, it's either at negative 18 or negative 6. Uh, hopefully you guys can't hear it. But <sighs> Too many mosquitoes. Time for a shower. We have to do tech in approximately 10 hours. So That's so much time. Oh, it's going to be great. Late start for the win. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See you, buddies. Sounds of Time Attack in the background. Time Attack Group A out on track right now. Adam Nielsen, what's happening? Uh, it's too brutally hot for this. It is brutally freaking hot. <laughs> this might be the hottest event we've ever had. It's currently, let's see, uh, 94 degrees. Feels like 107. Ugh. And it's not awesome. But, uh, it's supposed to be that way in Atlanta, not in Chicago. It's like 60 or 70% humidity, too, which is, that's cool, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. But uh, thanks for coming out from Iowa. Yeah. Repping your 10 Tens podcast, dudes. You're here uh, helping me do some announcing. And, Doing it pretty uh, terribly. Uh, the PA is not that great here, we found out. Well. It used to be better. I don't. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, we got, uh, I think we broke a lot of records today. That's cool. It appears to. Everything except for unlimited class broke almost every record, which is very cool. So. I think I think that all of them were broken except yeah. for the three unlimited. It's crazy. I think the front wheel drives that I don't have checked on that little sheet there are broken too. Yeah. <laughs> so you just I just didn't get that far. Here, huh? <laughs> so many records. There's so many broken. records I couldn't keep up. Yeah, you can only do so many things, right? It, uh, it looks like uh, Time Attack Eight is out. So just a minute, we will see the starting lap of our uh, our fast guys. Led by Andy Smedegard, I believe. Yes. Uh, like, pretty much a new car, apparently? Uh, I guess he did a lot of things. He moved a lot of things around in the evening. There's a lot so. of new aero parts on the outside, yeah. I can tell you that much. Yeah, it, uh, and it's white now. It's it is white. It hasn't been painted. In That's long. not a vinyl? No, it's That's painted. actually... They've got a really cheap body shop near them, I think, that, like, loves slaying the cheap body work. <laughs> So that's, it's a race car. That's yeah, what you that do, is, right? You, you can tell it's paint because some of it got on the tires. <laughs> race car. Um, Those tires will be done by the end of the weekend anyway, yeah, so who probably. cares, right? I think they run A's in that car. I don't think they run anything but A's. Looks, that's a uh, life I just can't live. My, my favorite car is back, though, the four-rotor RX-7. What you think oh, it's a four? It's I thought four. it was a three. No. Three oh, my started, God. That's old school. This is real. Oh, my God. This is God. real with, like, the $12,000 shaft in the middle. That might be the coolest car i've ever seen it, in my entire it's life really cool so good have have you been trackside to hear it only like he was not all on it it's it's quiet actually is it yeah it's not okay on. there it is right there here we go the, god uh, look at it just look at it oh so and much the fire. fire so, much, so fire. much fire the a group is uh stacking up but they're spreading out okay um see bradley yonkers matt derus go by right now uh a lot of familiar faces out there. Jeremy Swenson in the red Corvette, who was at with us uh, at uh, festival Midwest Festival, uh, he had a big backfire or something, and a bunch of like plastic flew out of the car. That was interesting. Seriously, one of the best it, sounding cars it's too. So it's so mean sounding. Supercharged. Ron Spear so being good. chased by Big Bad Levi Brown. Levi had a broken windshield incident and basically uh, taped it all up and is looking for a windshield for tomorrow. <laughs> he needs points, so he wants to run and. He was right on the edge of like, is this safe? Yeah, I think it's okay. <laughs> uh, That's, I don't. Hmm. I don't like being on that edge. Yeah, exactly. 
He's got a full face helmet versus years past where he had an open face, so I felt a little better in case the windshield came out. Would it be better or worse just to take it out? Uh, we can't run without windshield. No? Before. Okay. No. Um, yeah, a pretty good day so far besides the heat. A lot of people, uh, full grid, full track, and we're now on full track instead of north course like this morning. So. There's uh, so many cars in each heat. So many. You're real brave. Yes. I like it though. Yeah, it's it's full. Um, full course is nice because you get all the all the track. It does take longer to get people on and off the track, but there you can put a lot more cars on full full course. It's huge. Uh, it's yeah, almost almost four miles, three point five six, three point six five, something like that. How long is Gingerman? Uh, one point eight eight. Oh and man. Two point one with full with new course. Is that what? Yeah, is that what you yeah, guys are always around? We're on the bigger course. The bigger course. Uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, yeah, Autobahn's a cool place. I I've always liked driving this track. It's a fun track to drive, and it's relatively close to me. So uh, I've never been to the the country club atmosphere. Yeah, this is this is the first time we've well, you've been to a track this nice. Yes, yeah, it's pretty nice. This is how to do it. Oh, I got to talk to Kathy. Okay. Hopefully we'll get some times coming in here pretty soon. Car's starting to come around into the north course, so hopefully. Yeah, can I talk to Kathy about scheduling? Sorry. No, it's fine. Here they come. Here we go. Who's first car around here? Looks like... Uh, not Andy Smedegard. Where'd he no, go? No, Luke McGrew. Yeah, Luke McGrew and the Viper. Hopefully Logan Carswell. A, ooh. Hopefully you don't have a broken Smedegard out there somewhere. Yeah, he seems to have fallen off, I so I, I would go with a broken Smedegard. track, yeah. At least he's off the track. Ah. to tell him in. So, holy cow. What we got here? Ronnie Sullivan with a 237. Ronnie. Just crushing everybody next closest guy dan lewis with a 241 what class is ronnie in that's track mod all-wheel drive close to the record 235 close to is brandon randvex it is not a record. day for records it's, it's too hot for that well it's and they're still doing it i think yeah it's it's not the day to run no record track track pace at which all. just shows the development that year to year yeah so uh road courses you've have you only been to gingerman and and uh Ma'am. Ma'am. M-A-M. Yes. Or, well, I guess RPM it's, it's RPM now. Raceway Park of the Midlands. How does this place stack up compared to that place? I've never been to that place. Uh, well, everything's just nicer. It's pretty nice, then. So, um, you can't see as much of this track. Okay. But at Better this, sight lines? No, yeah. No forest in the middle of no, it? No, but it's still everything's really far away at, at RPM, so it's still kind of hard to spectate. Yep. Oh, Kathy's back. Oh, man. She is so needy. So, uh... Try and go over some records here so far today. Uh, North course, track mod, Brandon Randvek ran a 106, besting 106.4, besting his 106.6 from last, oh, from two years ago. Uh, Jeremy Swenson knocking down Devin Giles' record of 107 with, hit with Jeremy's 105. Dropping a bunch of time. Dropping too, a yeah. bunch of time. Levi Brown breaking his own record with just about four tenths yeah, of a second. Two now versus one ten two versus a one ten six. Yeah, 
It was always consistently fast in a car that he literally doesn't know what the suspension is. It looks real simple, too. It's very simple. Which they don't is, get simpler than that car. Which is key. Yeah, it's so simple that he thought maybe he didn't need to put the hood pins in for <laughs> session earlier today. It might be a little too simple. Yeah. So far, so good, though. We'll see uh, See in a minute here. What's our fastest overall in this session? Do you have the point? Uh, well, i got to switch tabs again. I was trying to talk about some other things. You sleeping in the minivan tonight? I th- am afraid that that's probably going to be yeah. the case. We'll and it's going to be a hot night. But yeah, it's going to get down into I'm the too 70s. cheap to, to deal with anything else. So Luke McGrew leading uh, Eric Fleming coming around by start finish. Luke McGrew still not order. faster than Ronnie Solomon's last lap. How'd the four-rotor? Uh, he is currently Logan running fourth with a 238.7. Not bad. So, 238.7. Is that faster than... That's, uh, it, it, there's ways to go in a limited, but yeah. I don't think he's ever been here before, so that's, that's that would definitely be part of it. still a pretty fresh build, isn't yes. it? The first time it was out was for us at... Mid-Ohio. Yep. So, looks like Ronnie's still holding on to that lead, though. Yeah. Which... That's that's a hell of a lap. Let's see if we got a full grid here. Adam to Abe, how are you looking? Looks like a pretty full grid for B. Should probably call C now, shouldn't I? Kind of slacking on that, aren't we? Doesn't look like we're getting a lot of records off of this. Not this run. time, huh? Nope. Right, I got a few seconds off pace in the heat. I got to send a text message. All right. Not a lot to talk about there. It's. Now we'll see what we can talk about next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll uh, we'll talk, we'll chat tonight. We'll do a walk around of the paddock too. Oh man. Well, we got two more shenanigans. On full course. So many shenanigans. Eh, it won't be that many shenanigans. I hope for shenanigans. It's a pretty chill event. It's not a typical grid life festival event. I'm only used to festivals nah, where there's constant shenanigans. They're not all that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you soon.